So, as you know, welcome back to the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast, episode number 56. I shouldn't say welcome back, because, like, what if you're just now tuning in for, like, the first time, you know? Maybe it's welcome in. Welcome in, we'll say, to, to the Mario Matter, now your favorite Nintendo podcast, after today and after you watch it all. So, what are we discussing today on episode 56? Well... We have Microsoft trying to buy Nintendo. That's weird. Now, I'll dive into that, but it's just so weird that they keep on trying and trying. I won't talk anymore. Let's save save her later. We have a Nintendo Switch Online debate, and you might think, what are we debating? Well, some little birdie came to me and said, you know what, Max? I don't think this, that, and that. I disagree with that person. What did they say to me? We'll discuss that. Not to like gatekeep. If you want to hear that, skip to it right now. I don't really care. But you know, if you just, if you want to hear that, go, go, go. But otherwise, we have tons of Nintendo news to discuss as well. As of posting the show today, it is September 23rd as it reads on my calendar. Saturday, we post every Saturday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And on the show, we begin with any and all mainstream Nintendo news. I think it's time to get right there. Let's not delay what you want to hear about and what you came to the show for. Let's go. Guys, I came to the realization yesterday, like last night, that I record these podcasts on Friday. And on Friday is when Nintendo releases their video games. So I was like, shoot, should I move the podcast? Because like on Fridays, I want to have that day reserved where I can play whatever game they might have released. For today, it's Pikmin 1 Plus 2 Physical Edition. They released that today on the, on the 22nd of September. And so I figured, here's how I'll start doing that. So, you know, let's say the podcast that gets posted October 21st. I record October 20th. That's when Mario Wonder comes out. I figured I'll record the podcast in the morning, get the game, play it, and then record a segment that night of my first impressions. It'll be called First Impression Friday. Put it in the end of the show, and you get it the next morning at 7 a.m. Like, that's a cool little system right there. So I figured instead of it being a bad thought, like, oh, no, I, I can't play the game on release date because I, I have the podcast to do. It's a good thing. Like, it works perfect. You get my first impressions almost immediately. So perfect. Anyways, just wanted to bring that up. If you have not been to the Nintendo News headline segment on the podcast, welcome in. We will not say welcome back. We say welcome in, as you heard in the intro. So what do we do here? Well, this is a weekly podcast, if you do not know, talking about Nintendo. And our last podcast was posted on September, I believe, the 16th. Yes, it was. And today is the 23rd. One week later, that means we go through all the news that happened over the past week. And we actually do begin that Sunday, as not too much happened on Saturday. As you all know, I bring it up a whole lot. Nintendo does not announce things on weekends. They just don't. It's just—it's not a Nintendo thing to do. They almost never have done that. Now, sometimes you'll get some third-party news. Sometimes you'll get some down-low undercover news. But we didn't really get much of that until September 17th. I read a good old article on Go Nintendo. Let's dive in right now. 
Sunday, September 17th news. I read a little article from a, web a website called Go Nintendo, where they actually made an article about somebody finding deleted scenes from the Super Mario Bros. movie. That's big, because we saw, like, for example, if you watched the Mario movie trailer, I believe it was the main trailer, uh, which I believe... Which was like the trailer? Because there were three trailers, and there there was like there was like one main one. Was it the first one, the second one? I don't know. But in one of the trailers, there was like a scene where Mario was getting his face eaten off by a by a uh, cheap cheap, and that never actually made the cut. So we've seen our bits and tastes of deleted scenes from the Mario movie. This right here is a compilation that I'm, that I'm looking at. I won't show it on the screen because I I don't want to risk any sort of copyright or anything, but I will leave this video down below in the description for our audio and video listeners of the show. Uh, it's basically an entire minute of Mario movie deleted uh, deleted scenes from the movie, and I, from what I've heard, it's posted on Vimeo from the one of the animators of the movie, so you know you know it's real, not fan made. I have watched it; it's fun stuff. Once again, it is only a minute, but so some like some of it's cool. I don't want to go into depth because one, uh, I want you to watch it too. I just don't want any issues with you know illumination. Mar Mario Mario does turn mini at at, at one point. He turns mini. Uh, there's a, a lot of cool stuff in there. So I wanted to bring it up. I saw this. I saw this posted on Vimeo, and I'll leave the original source in the description down below. I just thought these scenes surfacing online was one of the coolest things. If you were a fan of the movie, you might just be a fan of seeing scenes that were going to be in the movie, but actually ended up not being in the movie. And, yeah, I just think that's one of the cooler things. So, on to news that, you know, isn't deleted Mario movie scenes, although those are cool, like, you might want to hear, alright, Max, what was announced, what was new from, you know, Nintendo themselves, we're getting there, so, that was Sunday's news, not much news on Sunday, you know, once again, not much comes out on Sundays, however, we do have a data mine here, a credible data mine for a game that you might have been playing recently on your Nintendo Switch made by Nintendo. Do you remember F-099? How are we liking it, guys? How are we liking F-099? Because I'm not going to lie to you, that game is addicting. Any of the 99 games are addicting. Pac-Man 99. I mean, bring it over. Like, bring me these games. It's just like... A random bundle of fun being thrown into a lobby of a hundred people or ninety-nine people and a big old big old battle royale. It's sick. So there's a data mine where what is data mined is new tracks and new modes for that game coming soon. Now I will assure you, data mines most of the time can be legit. We have seen games like Switch Sports get data mined, and those all those all became true. But on the other hand, some data mines like people who have data mined Animal Crossing New Horizons, uh, not 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 all those data mines were were, were, were true. So we have two data mines uh, from sources that I've discussed on the show, and they're very very good sources. One of the data miners being Oatmeal Dome, and one being Luigi Blood. So. Those two guys have done some good old data mining. Now, 
Here's what Nintendo has confirmed, and then we'll get to the data mines of these two, I guess, you know, data miners. So here's what is official and what Nintendo has confirmed. One, they have confirmed that mainly Queen League courses will be available in late September. I'm not too familiar with what a Queen League course is. Do we want to Google that? What if you Google Queen League courses F0? What if we search that? Yeah, so I just see a bunch of articles saying uh, it'll be updated with, with, with Queen League sources. I mean, I mean sorry, courses, not, 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 not sources. Uh, but I don't know exactly what it is. Can we hit images maybe? Um, there's a few images, yeah, uh, you know, a few Queen League, yeah, so if you want to find them, you can, but we have Queen League courses coming in late September, uh, I would assume in the next week, because this next week here, uh, it's Saturday, September 23rd, as of posting, this next week is the last week of September, and then the next Sunday is going to be October 1st, which is crazy to even say, like, I can't believe October is already basically here, that's so weird. So we have that, and then we'll have some King League courses coming in mid-October. So once again, I will not act like I am familiar with F-Zero, but I will maybe try to find some pictures of the courses and show them on screen. If I can find them, that's great. If I can't, you'll see nothing on screen. So, <laughs> so those are confirmed, and then we have data mines of what is going to come later. Now, data mines are probably going to be more juicy than you know, confirmed stuff, because the, the confirmed things roll out slow, data mines are like, you know, give me the money right now, so we have some data mines from Oatmeal Dome, Oatmeal Dome is a credible, to my knowledge, a credible source, like, they always dive into, you know, when the Switch gets updated, what exactly changed, or when Splatoon gets updated, you know, what changed, or they're just very good, I follow them on Twitter, they put out good stuff, so they data mined that arcade mode and survival mode are going to potentially come to F-099. Now, that does not mean it is confirmed. It means it is planned. And plans do not always come to fruition. Like, for example, my mom and my brother are going somewhere tomorrow. Uh, it's supposed to rain tomorrow. So, that's a plan. They might get rained out. You know, it's not maybe going to come to fruition. But it's a plan. So, arcade mode. That sounds like fun. Survival mode. I can't wait for that. Survival mode F-099. Do we have 99 players trying to hurt each other? Like, that should be fun. And then also, data mined by Oatmeal Dome, all SNES F-0 tracks have been found in the files. So, any SNES F-0 fans out there, you're happy. And then Luigi Blood has data mined that there are many unused files, plus brand new tracks, brand new tracks, I'll say, one more time, brand new tracks, that's fun, and these unused files and tracks include references of the Satellaview exclusive tracks, if you do not know, the Satellaview F0 was Japan exclusive, so we're getting some Japan exclusive stuff, maybe in F099, dude, that game is free, but it's popping. Alright, so we have some data mines there, interesting stuff, go download F-099 if you've not already, it's free, you have no, there's no risk there, so download it if you have it, play it, and you'll get hooked, it, it's, it's like a racing game with 99 people, how could, how do you not like F-099, 
it's impossible. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a big F Zero guy. I, I I never really played an F Zero game before this get you know this one. I might have like messed around with one or two, but never really. After playing that, I'm hooked. So go and get it. Otherwise, we have more news that came out Monday, uh, September 18th. I keep on like wanting wanting to say August for uh, for some reason, like August 18th. It's September, and next month is October, bro. In a month's time, we're gonna be carving pumpkins. That is the weirdest thing to me. If you don't know, guys, I'm a I'm a very jolly holiday guy. I'm I am with I'm hip with the festivities, as the Gen Zers say. I'm I'm hip, no cap, you know. <laughs> I'll stop. But like, I can't wait, man. I it's just so weird that it's like already here. Anyways, next we have spicy news, guys. Do you know Activision? Activision makes great games. What are they most notable for? Is it Call of Duty? Activision games. Is it Skylanders? Uh, Crash Team Rumble. You know, it's it is one of those Activision. You know, as companies do, they send out little emails. And recently, we saw leakings of emails from another company named Microsoft, which we'll dive into later. That is one of our bigger topics today. An Activision email where they were, you know, discussing Nintendo Switch 2 has leaked. So, what does that mean? Details on Nintendo Switch 2 have leaked. May I read you a quote from this email where they talk about the power of the Switch 2, or so it's called. Ready? Quote, here is part of the email. Given the closer alignment to Gen 8 platforms in terms of performance in our previous offerings on PS4 slash Xbox One, it is reasonable to assume we can make something compelling for the next Gen Switch as well. It would be helpful to secure early access to development hardware prototypes and prove that out nice and early. So, essentially, the big takeaway there from all the articles and the, uh, you know, all the headlines and the, and the YouTubers is, well, guys, the Switch is going to have uh, the same power or similar power as Xbox One and PS4. Uh, and that's kind of, we heard that before. That rumor came out a couple months ago, I believe, from the whole Xbox FTC case and everything. And uh, that had come out previously. So now to have a company like Activision saying that the Switch 2 might have you know, similar power to Xbox One and PS4, it gives some more credibility to the rumor. And if you're asking me personally, like, what do I know? I just sit here and talk Nintendo. If you're going to ask me, I think that's probably accurate. Because... I mean, there's some people, it, it's kind of up in the air, but some would compare the Switch performance to, like, that of an Xbox 360, if that truly is, the, like, you know, the case. Uh, the next system would probably be the same power as an Xbox One or, or PS4, like this rumor states. And if there truly is, the other rumor that came out recently was that they're showing off a Switch 2 hardware that can run Breath of the Wild at 60 frames per second. Like, if that's real, I don't know, because my a lot of my Xbox One games did not run at 60 FPS. I'm sure that, you know, most do, but I don't know. It's it's probably, like, right around there. Like, either way, Nintendo is still a generation behind. If we're about to make Xbox One 
and PlayStation hardware in 2020, say that, say that it, you know, releases next year, in 2024, I mean, they aren't the power company, like, they aren't going to make the 4K Switch, they aren't really into that, but it can never be good to be that far behind, I don't know, and like, they're like a generation and a half behind, because PS4, sorry, PS5 and Xbox released in 2020, yeah, they're 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 kind of far behind. But really, if it does have more power, it's gonna be. I mean, obviously, it, it'll have more power. But like, if we have any kind of improvement on power, it'll be nice. I would love for my Animal Crossing game to run at 60 FPS, not 30. Animal Crossing City Folk ran at 60 FPS on the Wii. Come on now, what are we doing? Come on, please. Anyways, that's cool. Now we get to a little bit of. Uh, lighter, light-hearted news. It's not that the last one was, like, you know, bad-spirited, but, you know, we have happy news. No pun intended. So, guys, Pokemon Happy Meals are making a return to Burger King. Sorry. Sorry, McDonald's, okay? Where else are our are, are Happy Meals going? So, Pokemon Happy Meals are returning to McDonald's. This news came out recently. You can check... On the McDonald's website, they have it all here. They have promo, they have videos, they have things like this. There's a whole TV ad for it. There's a Happy Meal box. There's toys. There's games. There's there's games to play on the actual website. It's so sick, right? So I'm on their site. The Happy Meal box is kind of what we know. It's the Pikachu box, and you pop the ears out. That's sick. The toys here. In 2023, and I'm not too sure if um, they've had these before. Probably not. But it appears to be a card pack. So you will uh, seemingly receive a card pack in your Happy Meal. And they all have like different faces on the actual card packs. There are six different ones. One's got a Pikachu on it. One has Sprigatito on it. One has Quaxley, Foy Coco, Cloth. And it's a Titan on them. So six different ones. All six have a have a Pokemon on it. And there's little cards in there. I remember when I got a Pokemon Happy Meal, like, I mean like years ago. I mean I mean like eight years ago, you know, whatever. My Pokemon cards, and I don't know if they still do this, they had <laughs> it had like a little McDonald's logo on it. And that right there ruined it for me. But I guess it's it's kind of a cool little uh collectible. So I want to find the exact dates. I tried to search. Maybe there's info now. Let's just, guys, let's go. See, the, the cool thing about this show is we are human. We don't act like we know things. We Google things on the show. Pokemon Happy Meal uh, 2023 release date when you search? Release date through October 16th. So according to Pokemon.com, which would probably be the most credible out of any of them, TCG booster packs in the Happy Meals from now until October 16th, 2023. So that is Pokemon.com. If your McDonald's still still does not have it, uh, something ain't right. I mean, their 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 ice cream machine is probably broken too. So they can't be trusted. But according to Pokemon, October 16th is when they're all gone. So if you're watching this when when the podcast comes out, or even like five days later. Grab your Pokemon meals. Now, if you're watching this in 2024, this might not age well. But, you know, otherwise, get your Pokemon Happy Meals. Will I be getting them? 
pfft, last time there was something like like there was something that, that I wanted at at at, uh, McDon- <laughs> at McDonald's. My dad went to go eat McDonald's and he got it for me because I don't even I don't eat McDonald's anymore. I just like I don't know. I I think it's disgusting. I mean, sure it tastes good, but like, bro, I'm I, I'm not having it. So if one of the family members go or something, then, you know, maybe I'll try to get a pack, but otherwise, I'm not going to McDonald's, I'm gonna, here's a, do I go and buy, like, 20 Happy Meals and then, like, resell them, resell on eBay, or, like, what do I do, guys, like, is it worth the investment, can I get a return on my investment, buy 20 Happy Meals, buy 20 card packs, and sell them on eBay, if you get the cheapest Happy Meal, you you would have to make money, right? I mean, come on. Maybe that's the move. Are there already some on eBay? Let's search Pokemon McDonald's. Come on now. Is there anything? Uh, I don't I don't see. Oh yeah 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 yeah. There's a bunch. Oh my gosh, there's a bunch on there. Uh, thirty bucks for ten packs of cards. So I will probably not make money off of that. I don't think so. I mean, even if all Happy Meals were like four bucks, that would be forty dollars, and then sell ten packs for thirty. Yeah, you you might not make money off of that. I don't know. Tough one. Anyways, we move on to September nineteenth news. That is actually a Tuesday. Tuesday the nineteenth. <sighs> what do we have for you? So we have Nintendo. Posting a job listing. Now, they do this often. You know, we need somebody to come be, you know, Miyamoto's assistant. We need somebody to make the next Zelda game. We need somebody to, you know, revive F-Zero. You know, there's a lot of reasons why they need employees. This one job listing, though, is interesting. Why is it interesting? Let's read it. Nintendo posts a job listing for a data engineer... And machine learning. Now, to my knowledge, from from what I've read, from 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 great people, it's interesting because this machine learning and the DLSS and everything involved in it doesn't exist on the Nintendo Switch. It doesn't exist. The specific things they want you to do and learn that were described are not Switch things. So, if you take this job listing, you're probably going to somehow contribute to the next system. You're probably going to. Uh, Screw YouTube. I might just get a job learning data engineering and and machine learning, you know, time travel, five years experience. And, you know, that's that's a wrap. I can tell you all about the Switch 2, break my NDA, and then go to jail. Like, uh, I will take one for the team. I will do that. I I can easily do that. So, anyways, not I'm not bringing it up to say, hey, if there's any data engineers out there, <laughs> job listing. But like, it's just interesting because you know, production on the next console is not only still probably going on, but also it's under. It's like still, what would you say? It's going on. And they need all hands on deck. Whatever this machine learning, enhanced graphics, everything, they're making Switch 2. And I'm really eager to hear some details on Switch 2. 
They say next March we're we're gonna hear something, but that's when the Peach game releases. Are they gonna ruin the Peach game release with a Switch 2 announcement? Probably not. Early April's open. I guess you could do it then. That's still kind of close to the Peach game. I don't know. When do you even reveal a Switch 2? Do you do it at all next year? I think they have to say something next year, but it doesn't have to necessarily come out next year. I think that's what it is, really. Yeah. You do have to say something. Like, even if it's as small as putting out a code name in December of next year, you have to do something. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And then also, news on that exact same day, we have Best Buy. Now, if you're not in America, Best Buys are in Canada, right? Well, you know what? We got to Google that too. Best Buy Canada. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It is, it is, it is. Or it says it is. Yeah, Ontario. Right? Yeah, yeah, They have them in Canada. So, if you got a Best Buy, okay, maybe it's different for Canada. But at least in America, in America, in the U.S. to the A, we have a pre-order bonus revealed for Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Okay? Mario Bros. Wonder. The fantastic-looking... I haven't played it. The fantastic-looking 2D Mario game releasing on October 20th, 2023 has gotten a pre-order bonus at Best Buy. What is the pre-order bonus? I will have you know, aside from the GameStop stickers, no offense, GameStop, it's probably one of the lower-end pre-order bonuses. And maybe that's an opinion? I think it is an opinion. They have put out an art print pre-order bonus for Mario Bros. Wonder. Now, if you have pre-ordered Tears of the Kingdom at Best Buy... It seemingly is the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. It's the cover art image in a square in a little frame with a blue frame around it with like Mario Bros. Wonder patterns on it. Like, it's nothing out of this world. It's just the cover art image on a little art print. Once again, blue frame, Mario patterns on it. Not crazy. I would assume... It is the same size as the Tears of the Kingdom art print. If you have that, you can compare. You're just getting more art prints. Now, is it Best Buy's fault? I don't think so. I think that Nintendo makes them all and they, you know, give them out. Best, uh, you know, GameStop, you, you get this one. Best Buy gets this one. Walmart gets that one. And they dish them out. For some reason, Walmart always has, like, one of the better ones. For example, Pikmin 4, they had a water bottle. Mario Bros. Wonder, they have, like, trading cards. Walmart always has the best one, probably because Walmart just, like, like, who pre-orders their games from Walmart? No one, really. Like, not really anybody. You're either going to, you're going to GameStop, you're going, going to the Switch eShop, or you're going to maybe Best Buy, if you feel like it. Or maybe Target, because Target opens up at, like, 9 a.m. or, like, 8 a.m. Uh, on, on, uh, on release date. So, you can do that. I mean, really... Walmart, they might, that might be like a Walmart ploy. Like, give them the best pre-order bonuses, and then everyone will flock over there. And it worked. I bought my Mario Wonder game from, from, from Walmart. I better get it on release date. If not, I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking my, my butt to Target, and I'm, and I'm buying the game over there. So, either way, either which way, man, it'll, 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 it'll art print. The Best Buy art print isn't great. Anyways, we move to September 20th, guys. We have Nintendo helping you out. How are they helping you out? 
I don't even really know. I mean, they're they're helping you secure your Nintendo account. This will probably be the least watched part of the podcast, but it's probably one of the more interesting parts uh, of today. So, Nintendo accounts. Assuming assuming that you know you have one. If you have a Switch, you have one. Support digital pass keys now. What is a digital pass key? So let me explain. I set this up yesterday. It's as easy as this. A digital pass key is dependent on whatever device you're using. It's kind of how you put in a passcode on your device. For example, I have an iPhone. If I have Face ID on my iPhone, I can then use Face ID to get into my Nintendo account. It's a digital passkey. It's whatever your device users uses, you can use to log in to your Nintendo account. I have a computer. When I want to sign into the account, I put in my computer password, and that's how I get in to the account. It's very simple. It's more convenient. It's more protective. It's more secure. It's a great little move for Nintendo accounts. Now, it is only compatible with iPhone, iOS 16 or newer, iPad, iPad, iPad OS 16 or newer, Mac computer with Mac OS 13 or newer, and Android devices with Android OS 9 or newer. Now, I don't know that's very true. I was able to, to, to use it on a Windows computer, but that is what Nintendo says it is compatible with. So, do you trust it? I mean... It's, it's probably right for the most part, but once again, I was able to use it on my computer, so I don't know what the, you know, it, it's, it's not totally true. Either way, you can now set up a passkey. If you want to do this, how did I do it? You go to Nintendo.com, you sign in, let's do it with you. You sign into your account, you, you click on your name, go to account settings, and then you go to, is it privacy? No, it is sign in and security settings. And then there is a pass key option at the top. You hit edit and then you set it all up right there. And bam, I have set mine up. So ain't nobody getting into my Nintendo account. And if you do, I'll just make one phone call to, you know, to, to Doug Bowser. And we'll have you locked up, okay? You know, we don't we don't play games over here at the Mario Matter, okay? We we will lock you up for hacking into my account. And if you did hack into my account, I have two. I should not stop saying things. Next thing you know, I'm gonna have two unauthorized sign-ins to my accounts. Okay, stop, 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 stop. Woo, guys! Oh my gosh, guys! This game I did not think would be in the news ever again. I shouldn't say ever again, but guys, Animal Crossing New Horizons, does 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 that ring any bells to you? No pun, no pun intended, no pun intended, <laughs> does it ring any bells? No pun intended, no pun there. Does it ring any bells to you though? <laughs> Dude, that's a great joke, oh my gosh, I should have, I should have set that up, I should have made it so like that actually wasn't, was intended, oh my gosh, I totally should have set it up like that, shoot, okay, well, no pun intended, no pun intended, guys, Animal Crossing is back in the news, they are doing a collaboration with the Seattle Mus Museum, who lives in Seattle, who lives there, 
the, the, the Seattle Seahawks, and that's it. They are collaborating with the Seattle Museum, and it was announced by the Seattle Museum, retweeted by, by Nintendo, so you, so you know it is legit. And let me go ahead and read you the information regarding the collaboration from the Seattle Museum website. Allow me to do this for you. Uh, we have a lot to read, but this describes the entire thing for you. Very interesting. I'll read. Quote, beginning October 7th, guests can enjoy characters from the video game while learning about our mission, inspiring conservation of our marine environment. Come face to face with marine animals such as sea otters, harbor seals, octopus, hundreds of species of fish, and more. This is the first time an aquarium experience like this is available in North America. The exhibit will include several exciting features available for both members and the public, including Animal Crossing New Horizons photo opportunity featuring an aquarium-themed background with characters from the game, themed creature descriptions presented by blathers with information directly from the game, Standees of familiar characters from the game throughout the, the aquarium near a wide variety of habitats and a bingo scavenger hunt available via smart device to ensure guests don't miss any of the fun. That's sick. Also, ahead of this exhibit launching for the general public, the Seattle Aquarium is giving members an early look at the excitement op on, on opening weekend, doors for early admission for members only will open at 9 a.m. Pacific time on Saturday, October 7th and Sunday, October 8th. The aquarium is open to all guests daily from 9.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time. You can buy tickets online at seattleaquarium.org. The fun doesn't end there. The aquarium's partnership with, with Nintendo of America Runs through December 31st. Add us on social media. Blah, 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 blah. That's sick. That's very, very cool. I don't know why this didn't happen when the game first launched. I don't know why this didn't happen six years ago. Animal Crossing Aquarium Collab was meant to happen. And I believe that it did happen. Wasn't there one in, like, Japan? Or somewhere? It must have been Japan. It did happen. So, I mean, really, uh, this was meant to be. Okay, if you're in Seattle, please comment if you live anywhere near Seattle and you feel comfortable saying that. Because, like, who lives? I think I know, uh, there was someone that I, someone that, someone that I knew lived in Seattle. I don't know. Uh, let me know if you live anywhere near there and you feel comfortable sharing. Who lives, like, it's like one of those things to me. Like, Seattle, maybe not as much. But, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, who lives in, say, North Dakota, for example? Or like Montana or or Wyoming. Like no one lives in any of those states. I feel like Washington is is one of them. I'm probably wrong. I mean, after all, that's where Nintendo Live was. Washington, Seattle. So yeah, I mean I, I'm I'm probably wrong, but like I just never like I just never have heard someone say, Yeah, I live in Seattle. Like I just never heard that. So yeah, you know, there's probably somebody there. Probably somebody. <laughs> Uh, either way, that's that. And that's Seattle for you. Aquarium collab. There you go. Animal Crossing news. Bam. I did like the um, how they're going to have des uh, descriptions presented by Blathers. 
where all the fish are. That's going to be cool because Blathers likes to talk a lot. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that. Runs to the end of this year. Now, our other news on the same day, September 20th. This came out that we were getting a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet patch 2.0.202 coming this October. Okay, we're getting a patch, guys. We're getting a patch. This patch I will have to snatch. What rhymes with snatch? Latch? Hatch? I'm like rhymezone.com over here, guys. But anyways, we're getting a patch. This info comes via Cerebi. That's That's how you say it, right? I believe so. We have bug fixes coming in the patch, but two of them in specific. We have one of the bugs being fixed. This patch will fix an issue. Oops, hold on. I lost it here. Fix an issue where your victory against a trainer may not be recorded, preventing rewards such as from league officials in Paldea and the Kitakami Ogre Clan. And then they also fix an issue where special Pokemon sent from Pokemon Go may not be depositable, is that a word, in Scarlet and Violet, even if, if it was obtained before in Scarlet and Violet version 1.3.2. So, bug fixes, it's not to say that, you know, we're getting a brand new update, you know, it's just small little stuff there. Anyways, there you go, Pokemon Scarlet and, Vi and, 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 and Violet tears. You all, don't be shocked if you're trying to play the game in October and it says, an update is required. Download, okay? We're fixing the Ogre Clan or whatever. I don't even know. Like, I'm reading these patch notes as uh, as if I know anything about the game. So, either way. Oh, also, guys, a little, little fun fact here. Uh, I'm recording the podcast um, on a different, like, XLR mixer. So I hope, which, sorry, which is like a microphone mixer thing, uh, interface. So if it sounds, it should sound the exact same. Like, you probably didn't even notice. But if it sounds bad or if it sounds really good, let me know. But it, it probably sounds the exact same. You, you, you didn't notice a thing. So <laughs> don't even comment. I mean, this is like, you didn't know. Like, be honest. You had no clue. <laughs> it sounds the same. Uh, but the other one was making making bad, you know, static noises, and I had to get a new one, so, yeah, it's all, it's all good in the hood, so, now, guys, we talked to you about Nintendo Live 2023, now, you might, you know, look at me and be like, hey, Max, are you dumb, we just got Nintendo Live, why are we talking about it almost a month later, no, my friend, we have Nintendo Live, but it's happening in Taipei and a Hong Kong. First of all, let me present the question. Is anybody going to this? I have no doubt that people will go to this. Don't get me wrong. I'm just wondering, like, are you guys who listen to the podcast going to make the trip to Hong Kong or Taipei to go to Nintendo Live? Once again, I'm not saying... Are you going to this as in, like, no one's going to go? But, like, are we making the trip? Are we booking a flight for this? Like, are we going to, like, are we, like, really going to this? Or, like, what are, we, what, what are we doing? So, anyways, it's just your standard Nintendo Live where they do the tournaments. They let you demo uh, Mario Bros. Wonder. They, they do this kind of stuff. And the one in Taipei is 
from November 11th to 12th, so just one weekend. And then the one in Hong Kong is the November 25th to the 26th, so that is like right after Thanksgiving, right? I think so. So there you go. That's when those are happening. Are we booking the flight? Are we are we getting the tickets? Probably not. Probably not. I'm I'm sure that the people who live there will, but we aren't. So that's gonna happen. Hopefully there there will be some live stream stuff. However, they speak a different language over there, right? So uh, that might be hard to live stream things. I don't really know. Maybe we can get like a live streamed, you know, a Splatoon tournament or something like that during that time. We'll have to see. And then, guys, if there was any piece of news today that you probably could not have predicted. I I bet you it was this next piece. This next piece of news is about Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2. And no, it is not about the physical editions releasing. It is an update to those games. We are updating old games. We are updating ports of GameCube games. We update these things, guys. And so we have news. Pikmin 1 and 2 were both updated. They are separate softwares, so each one got their own update, but they both were updated to version 1.1.0. Let's go through. So both of the games added Dutch, Korean, simplified Chinese, and traditional Chinese as languages that you can use in the game. Both games have that. And then also both games have fixed several issues to improve the gameplay experience. And then there is one Pikmin 2 specific one that Pikmin 1 did not get. This this fix was only from Pikmin 2. In Pikmin 2 HD on the Switch, they fixed an issue in challenge mode where the game would crash when the player opened the radar screen when there is 10 seconds left exactly. So, I don't know how often that was happening. When do you open the radar screen with exactly 10 seconds left? I... I don't know. Did you do that? Probably not. Anyways, game was crashing. It's all fixed now. Bam. Who is better than you? Now we move to September 21st. A lot of news on this day. A lot of great, valuable news. We have, guys, this morning, or that that morning, that morning of that day, I saw this. The Japan Game Awards 2023 winners have been revealed. A little early, no? A little bit, you know, they were scared. Like, they announced this because Mario Bros. Wonder is coming out. It's going to take the shine away from, you know, whatever else they have in store. Not cool, man. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way. But anyways, we have all of the winners revealed. Some Nintendo, some third party. But we can go ahead and read you the games that won anything. So, the Minister of Economy, Trade, and Industry Award went to the Family Computer. Sick. The Best Sales Award went to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. That game sold very, very well. Over 20 million copies in like the first few months or whatever. Uh, Game Designers Award went to RPG Time, The Legend of Right. Award for Excellence went to like nine games. Those being Earth Defense for Six, Final Fantasy VII Reunion, 
God of War Ragnarok, Hogwarts Legacy, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, Paranorma Sight, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, Resident Evil 4, Sonic Frontiers, Splatoon 3, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So, you know, you have your sprinkles of Nintendo in there, you had some Sonic, and a bunch of other, and then the Grand Award went to Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. I am unfamiliar with Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, but it won two awards, and it sounds very good. I've heard good things, but, like, never really dove into it. Like, it just isn't a game that I would be like, yes, you know, let's dive into that. Never was even like that, so I don't, I don't have that. But congrats to all of the award winners. But now you're like, Max, get back on track. Nintendo news. I gotcha. Lego news. I'm kidding. It's still Nintendo. We got a Lego Piranha Plant Lego set revealed. That's sick. Now, if you will recall, I don't know what episode it was. We reported the, the, the news. This was happening. We reported a leak that said, hey guys, Piranha Plant Lego set's happening. Uh, I don't know if they said the exact date, but they said that it was happening, I believe, before the end of the year. And sure enough, here it is. So the Lego Piranha Plant set, the picture is on the screen for our video listeners. For our audio listeners, there's a link down below to check it all out if you want. But it's very just, it's it, it's a it's a Piranha Plant. There's 540 pieces in the Piranha Plant set. It is going to be $60. So that's about, what, 10 bucks per 100 pieces almost? Almost. <sighs> kind of pricey. Kind of pricey. A, 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 a little bit pricey. Would you buy the Piranha Plant set or would you buy Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? They're the same price. That's crazy. Anyways, with this Piranha Plant set, here's some description pieces from the LEGO website. Create iconic poses. Pose the head, mouth, stock, and leaves of the Super Mario Piranha Plant figure. Buildable pipe. Place the Piranha Plant in the brick-built pipe. The set also includes two coin elements made for display. This LEGO Super Mario character model measures over 9 inches high, 4.5 inches wide, and 6.5 inches deep. Please note, this model has no digital play functions. So, you ain't using this with the Mario app, it's just there for display, and... You know, I was thinking about it because, like, with some of the Lego Mario sets, like, you can only use them, uh, you know, it's, sorry. With some of them, they're tiny. You you use them with the app, and that's to be expected. You know, Lego characters, Lego characters are, 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 are small, I understand. But with the Piranha Plant, like, I could easily put that somewhere behind me where you could see it on this show, you know? Like, I could find some spot on my desk to put it, and you would see it on the show. So... For that reason, I was kind of contemplating buying it because nine inches tall, that's like what? That's like kind of, you know, kind of tall. That's kind of tall. So I was thinking about it. Uh, let me know if you think I, I should I should get the uh, Piranha Plant Lego and put it somewhere behind me. I think that I, that I will do it. I will do it. Not sure if I'll do it right when it comes out because 
I'm already spending money that weekend uh, on WarioWare Move It and the Zelda Amiibo. But, you know, maybe eventually, before it's gone forever, we will get that. So, we'll have to see. But that would be a great thing to put behind me. Piranha Plant Legos. Perfect. Now, little late night announcement last night as of recording. That was the 9th of September 21st. Little, little, little late night drop. We got a Nintendo tweet of Nintendo Switch Online games. Game, games, game, game. Just one, one singular game. We got a release date for a game. Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. I believe we knew about, you know, about this game releasing on the Switch Online Game Boy Advance. We knew about this and we have a release date for the game here. Next, next week. Next Friday, September 29th, Kirby and the and the Amazing Mirror Game Boy Advance comes to Switch Online. It is a fun four-player bonanza on the Switch. You do need the expansion pack version of Switch Online, which I was considering upgrading to, but probably not. And with that, you can play one more Kirby game. Now, I will tell you, the game, if you are interested, will probably be available the night before at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, because that's when things happen. Like, for example, that Pikmin update, let's say that it was going to come out, uh, you know, October 1st. It would have come out September 31st. Like, they, 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 they always come out the night before. Same thing, like, with the Animal Crossing New Horizons 2.0 update. That was a bit weird. That was weirder, but it was going to come out uh, on the 5th of November. It came out on the 3rd. So it never actually takes that long to come out. So once again, I can almost guarantee you the Kirby game will be out on Thursday night, not Friday morning. Either way, that should be all good. And then, guys, we move to September 22nd, the the last day of news I have for you, because today is Friday. There's not any news on Saturday. We, we, we post on Saturday. Last bit of news here before we get to the big topics. Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2 Physical Edition have released today. Are you buying? Are you buying this game? I don't know. Like, if I went up... To every single person that I saw on the street, I think it would be a good six hours before I find somebody who says, yes, I'm going to buy Pikmin 1 Plus 2 Physical Edition. Now, obviously, both are great games. We are not hating on the game. But everyone who wants one either has it on the GameCube, has it on the Wii, or has it on Switch digitally. Who has held, has, has, has held out for the Physical Edition on Switch? I have, I'll tell you that, I have, collectors probably did, what sane person did? Now, maybe if you're watching the podcast, and you're much like me, you're a physical game collector, you might have been, and I salute you for it, but bro, we'll probably never get the numbers for it, I guarantee you, this does not do more than 200k. No way. No, no, no. Be a little more generous. 300K. 250K Pikmin 1 Plus 2 Physical Edition Games. No way that it it does more than that. 
No shot. It's not a big release. The game has been out for two months already. Pikmin 1 and 2 on Switch. Two months. Who normal would have held out for that? I did. You might have. Collectors did. But, like, not many people. So, really, that came out. I pre-ordered mine from GameStop. Can we check to see if it's shipped? Because, like, today, as I record, is the is the uh, release date. I thought GameStop gets to things on release date. Uh, but it has not shipped, which I'm fine with. Like, I've beaten both Pikmin 1 and 2. I'm fine with that. Like, I don't care when I get it. You know, as long as I get it. I would have liked I, I would have liked it today, though. Uh, but it says, preparing for shipment. Uh, so, hopefully it ships today. I get it, you know next Monday or so. Uh, once again, not in a rush. Uh, it's a game that I've played before. So I'll go back and, 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 re and replay them soon, but now is not the time. If it, like, if this was, uh, Mario Wonder, I'd be so annoyed. If I did not get it on release date, I'd be so annoyed. Um, uh, but it's Pikmin 1 plus 2. I don't really care that much. Uh, but once again, that's not to shade the games. I have beaten the games. They're phenomenal games, but I don't, I, I don't need them again. So, What's weird though is I tweeted out I, I tweeted this this out today and uh, I so this morning I was just bored I said I wanted some new video games I go in, on on GameStop I pre-order uh, Super Mario sorry Mario Strikers Battle League because that game I played the demo seems fun I want to play it even though everyone hates that game and also WarioWare Get It Together I wanted to replay before the new one comes out I bought those two games. This morning, 10 a.m., 11 a.m. hits, they shipped. You can ship games that fast, one hour shipping, but you can't ship Pikmin 1 plus 2 in a month? Granted, they probably just, like, got their hands on the game, like today, the GameStop employees, but it should be shipped by now, man. It should have been shipped, like, two days ago, and then, and then I, I, I get it today. I'm sure it's not their fault. I'm sure they're great with pre-orders, but because there's not many people who want the game, there's probably not much stock of it, and they might not have one to ship out right now. So we'll have to see if I even get my Pikmin 1 Plus 2. If not, they've probably got some copies at, at Target today. I'll just stop by and you know grab one, uh, assuming that I don't get this one, uh, but I probably will get my copy of Pikmin 1 Plus 2 eventually. So we'll have to wait for that. Either way, that, that game is out. Check your local stores. Is it on, like, the Target website? Like, do they have some near me? Just in case. Like, just in case. Pikmin 1 and 2. Uh, not available near you. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Oh, hold on. Uh, the one... Uh, another one near me has it. Okay, so, never mind. The one closest to me has it. But even still, like, I guarantee you, the game has been out there for... Five hours now. Like, Target's been open for, like, five, five, six hours. It says only four left. No one bought it from there. Like, they they must have only got, like, like, like four or five copies of the game. Which is just weird. Like, normally they're, st they're, 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 they're stocked up, you know? But if I put my zip code there, yeah. The only one that has any is three miles away. Um, and it's only four left. That is weird. That is kind of weird. Uh, some have like eight left, some have one left, some have two left. Yeah, not many stores got much of Pikmin 1 plus 2. Very weird, very, very, very weird. But either way, the game is out, it is selling, kind of, somewhat, anyways.
Next, we have Nintendo Switch Online icons. Splatoon 3 icons in specific. If I go on my Switch right now, which I can talk about this now. I posted my video unboxing the Splatoon 3 OLED. I can now talk about it. I have a Switch OLED. I can say it on the podcast now. Very cool. It's just like, dude, it's just, it's, it's so nice. It's nice. Guys, guess what? Uh, while I pull up these these icons on the Switch Online app, I, I got back into Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I thought that game sucked because I played it, wasn't really interested, and then kind of like let it go. Dude, that game is sick. If you've not played Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, uh, I w- it's not an immediate buy, but watch some promo, watch some gameplay. See if it interests you. I believe there's a demo for one of the games, if not both, Kingdom Battle and Sparks of Hope. Uh, play the demo. It's a fun little game, man. It's a fun game. I love that game. I would say buy it, but it might depend on what games you like. So play a demo. A, a, a demo. Either way, sorry. The point of this is I was pulling up the icons for Splatoon 3. So the final wave of your Splatoon 3 Switch Online icons are available now. You have a Sheldon icon. You have, oh geez, the lunch lady from the Turf War game, the tra- table turf game. You have... Uh, I forget all their names. There's Sheldon icons. There, there's icons of that blue uh, Stingray dude. Dude, I have no clue what these are. Going to be. <laughs> like, dude, who is that guy? Who is that guy? Who is that? It's a blue dude with like the little glasses or, 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 or whatever. I think he runs a shop. I have zero idea. But there are tons of icons available. Uh, I'm going to buy one. I, I'm going to buy this, this, this Sheldon one right now. Ready? Listen, ready? Oh, come on. Buy it. Yeah, I bought an icon, guys. So that is the sound that it makes. So those icons are available. The last wave is is, uh, available now until September 28th. So you have a time limit. And then apart from that, we have Animal Crossing icons uh, also available. And those will go away in update October 2nd. So keep an eye out for those. Uh, oh, snap. I'm looking at the Animal Crossing icons. There's an icon of Marshall I have not bought yet. Let's go ahead and buy that one, too. Um, perfect. We got that one. And perfect. Yeah, so those icons, these Splatoon ones, are available now. Last wave av- uh, available now. Go and get them. Go, go, go get them. Also, guys, one thing I have to say. I tweeted this. But if you have a Nintendo Switch at, at, at any point in time, or any... I guess anything, any phone, any switch, anything, get the screen protectors that have the tray, that include the tray, the aligning tray, where you just like set it on the switch and then it like puts it on for you. Those could not be any better. I use that tray. So it comes with a tray. It has the protect, the protect, the protector on it and it fits just around the switch OLED and it just puts it on for you. It puts on the screen, protect, the screen protector for you. Uh, so exact and like, you know, just puts it on is very exact. Get the screen protector tray when you buy screen protectors. So perfect. Anyways, one more piece of news before we get to our two segments. And then we answer your questions at the end of it all. Nintendo released a super Mario bros. Wonder overview trailer today, this morning. Now, I knew this was coming because last night when I was looking for news, I saw a Japanese one come out. 
And I knew that the American one was coming out the next day. So I saw it coming. Uh, it's nothing that you didn't see in the direct. So like if you watch the Mario Wonder direct, uh, you're not missing anything that happened in this uh, trailer. Maybe there's some slightly different gameplay footage, but like you're not like everything that you know they said, new new power-ups, new online function, you heard about in the direct. So if you've seen nothing Mario Wonder, it's 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 a great watch. But if you watch that direct, you're not seeing much new in there. Maybe once again, some new scenes, but that's about it. So new trailer out. That's all there is. Nothing different. I tried. If you watch my YouTube shorts, you might have seen the ones where I like point out, you know, they missed this one coin. I tried to find some of those moments, but like there just weren't any in there. I would point out like they missed this one coin while going through this 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 level. Uh, there was, there, there was none in there. There was none in there. Uh, there was like, um, there was a close one where they left like two coins behind, but it just was not worth it. It was not worth it. Uh, but yeah, either way that's out. And I believe that's all of our news, uh, for this week. Let me check my phone right now. Just actually, hold on. I, I can check on here. Let me check to make sure that there are, that there's no other breaking news. And we hit this. Um... Yeah, whoa, that's kind of cool. House Flipper Physical Edition is out now. Might have to buy that. Anyways, uh, yeah, that looks like it. That is it. Nice. So that is all for the news part. Now we discuss something else, guys. The Switch Online. Nintendo Switch Online. Somebody came to me and said, hey, Max. Do you think Switch Online is worth it? They they don't they don't offer very much. You know they don't they don't give you as much as Xbox does. Is it worth it? I don't think so. I have a response, okay, and I want to talk about it in my next segment. Is Switch Online worth it? Do they give you enough? Should there be more? Let's go. I want to talk, guys. Let's discuss. So. Somebody came to me. We'll keep them anonymous. But it might have been a viewer. Could have been a best friend. Could have been family member. Who knows who it was. They're like, Max, do you think Switch Online is actually worth it? Do you think for $20 a year or $50 a year, depending on which pack you choose for one individual, is worth it? Do you think so? Now, the obvious question, or the obvious answer, sorry, you would think is, yes, it is worth it. You get so much, you get online play, you get NES, you get SNES, you get all this kind of cool stuff. Let me walk you through right now. So, for the normal Switch Online pack, it's 20 bucks a year for an individual, 35 for a family up to eight people, or for the expansion, it's 50 bucks a year. For an, for an individual, and 80 for a family up to 8. Now, what do you get? With the original pack, you get online play, NES, SNES, Game Boy, Save Data Cloud, Nintendo Switch Online app, and special offers like Game Boy vouchers, uh, oh, sorry, game vouchers, or the Switch Online icons. I mean, that's already kind of worth it 20 bucks a year 
And then the expansion pack, same thing, but it gives you N64, gives you Game Boy Advance, and access to Mario Kart, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Splatoon 2, DLC, and Sega Genesis. And somebody came to me and asked me if it's worth it. Can I just, like... Yes. Yes, it is worth it. Yeah. 100%. Now, here's the reason why I made it a topic. Because, obviously, a lot of people are going to be like, yes, it is worth it. And I, I agree with you. I, agree. I I thought it was crazy this was a question that was asked to me. Here's kind of the thing that I want to discuss. Sure, it's worth it. But could Nintendo be doing more? Can we deep dive into what you actually get with Switch Online? Could they be doing more? Could they do more for us? So, obviously, you get online play. Okay? That's that 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 used to be free, okay? You you get save data cloud. That also used to be free. NES SNES Game Boy took no effort nearly. Could they be doing more for us? Could they be doing more? Now, I will say they should be doing more. I say you need to bring almost every beloved NES and SNES game on Switch. And most of them are. Like, you you, you have your Marios, your Punch-Out, your Super Mario Kart. You have a lot of good stuff there. But in, with things like the Game Boy, and maybe this is coming. Maybe it's coming still. You need to have Pokemon Red and Blue on there. You need to have Pokemon games on Game Boy. On the Switch Online. So, I guess you could say... Like, that's a downfall of Switch Online. Or, like, for the N64, you could say that uh, they need to have a Donkey Kong on there. Sure, there's things that could be added, but that's not like that makes Switch Online not worth it all of a sudden. Sure, they could do more. Sure, they can add more games. Sure, they can add more Switch Online icons. I think already what they have is worth it. Now, I see the question getting more intense when you ask, is Switch Online expansion pack worth it? To me, mm, yes and no. Yes and no, because here's why. All you get with the expansion pack, and I say all you get, N64 games, DLC, and Sega Genesis. The DLC, okay, so it's 50 bucks a year for an individual. Okay, that right there buys you two of the DLCs, 25 bucks and 25 bucks. If you pay for two years, you pay a hundred bucks. That's now you've paid a hundred bucks. That covers three DLCs and then the 25 extra bucks goes to N64 games and it goes to Sega Genesis games. My only argument is it's worth it if you're going to play literally everything. On there. Every N64 game, every Genesis game, and beat all the DLCs. Otherwise, you can buy the three DLCs individually, and that's 75 bucks. You would have paid more than that over two years. And then for the N64 stuff, here's why I said yes and no. You might ask me, you might tell me, that's the, the only way to play N64 games uh, you know, or, or, or to buy N64 games nowadays, brand new, 
from Nintendo. Obviously, there's the authentic cartridges. But, like, I say yes and no because a lot of people have N64 games on their Wii, on their uh, Wii U, on whatever. So, on the Wii U, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of the N64 games on the Wii U that, that are on Switch were 10 bucks each. Remember how we said you spent 75 bucks over the course of two years? Sorry, 100 bucks over the course of two years. 75 of that is dedicated to DLC. That all covers the, the DLC part of the expansion pack. The extra 25 can buy you two N64 games on the Wii U. And then next year, say say that say that say say you pay this for three years straight, you paid 150 bucks. All of that money, all that 50, can go towards more N64 games. So let's say I bought the expansion pack for three years. Let's put it in perspective. That's 150 bucks. I I I would be able to buy with that 100, 150 bucks. All the DLCs and the N64 games that I actually want to buy, I could afford about quick math, quick like like seven or eight N64 games with that kind of money, and then stop paying for online and just buy the normal one, buy the non-expansion pack version. I think you got to add a little more value in the expansion pack version. Now here's the thing, here's the argument. Game Boy Advance, Sega Genesis. Maybe you have a lot of things there, but are you really playing them all? Because if you pay for this for, for like five years, maybe you could have bought what you just wanted to buy and not bought the expansion back and spent all that money. I don't know. Do you think that's worth it? Switch Online itself is worth it, but could they be doing more with the expansion pack? And yet they have a lot of things on there. But could they be adding more? Like, they could throw Leaf Green, Pokemon Leaf Green, and Fire Red on there. And people would would, would would love it, you know? Could they be doing more? Is it worth it? Final verdict, I say Switch Online itself is worth it. I'm just playing Devil's Advocate with that last part. But Expansion Pack is definitely worth it. What do you think, though? Do you think those are worth it? Switch Online... An expansion pack. I want to hear your thoughts. Comment down below if you're on Spotify or any other audio platform. I believe Spotify like asks you questions, uh, you know, about how the how the how the episode was. Let me know. Let me know. Was Switch Online worth it to you, or is it worth it to you? Let me know. I made it a thing because somebody asked me, "Is it? Is it, you know? Is it? Is it worth it? Could they be doing more? You know? I think it is. I wanted to break it all down for you." Anyways, uh, my copy of Pikmin 1 plus 2 shipped, actually, so that's actually, uh, so, sorry, sorry, it didn't ship, I got charged for it, which means that it probably shipped, uh, that's actually pretty good, so, anyways, that's the Switch Online talk, now I want to, I want to discuss with you all, Nintendo and Microsoft, Microsoft and Nintendo, Microsoft wants to buy, buy Nintendo, you probably might have heard about that, right? Let me tell you why Nintendo cannot be bought and why they will never be bought by Microsoft. I feel like 
I'm at the beginning of a documentary. Like, why they'll never be bought by Microsoft. And then they actually do, do get bought by Microsoft. And I'm, I'm in some documentary on Hulu. I mean, come on. Like, come on. Okay, ready? Let's go. All right, guys. So, a couple days ago, I scroll on X. That's the first time that I actually called it X, not Twitter. I was scrolling on X or Twitter, formerly Twitter. And I am seeing like nine people post the exact same screenshot. It was like when Pikmin 4 released, like 10 people dropped Pikmin documentaries. I'm like, bro, it's it's like all the same thing, right? And so I'm on Twitter and I see the screenshot of an email that was leaked from Microsoft's head of Xbox and head of Microsoft Gaming, Phil Spencer. Where there was an email of him talking about buying Nintendo. The tone in the email is taken from many people. They call it, he was very smug in that email. Very, very, very smug, very confident that he could buy Nintendo. And I want to read you some quotes from the email and then discuss. Could Nintendo ever actually be bought by anybody? Could it happen? Will it happen? And when could that ever seriously happen? So, a lot of Microsoft material leaked. And here's parts of the email that was leaked. Here's just a few quotes. You know, it, it, it was a long email. Here's some quotes. Quote, Nintendo is the prime asset for us in gaming. And today... Gaming is our most likely path to consumer relevance. In a different sentence, he says, I've had numerous conversations with the LT, I assume, I assume that, that that means like leadership team or something, of Nintendo about tighter collaboration and feel like if any U.S. company would have a chance with Nintendo, we are probably in the best position. Might not be wrong there. And then he also says, at some point, getting Nintendo would be a career moment. And I honestly believe a good move for both companies. It's just taking a long time for Nintendo to see that their future exists off their own hardware. So, looking at this as a career move, uh, sorry, career moment is insane. I mean, uh, buying Nintendo would be a, a cool moment. I get it, but like, it just sounds bad. It sounds bad that you want to buy them because it would be a cool career moment. Obviously, that's not probably the motivation and the reason, but that's just like, come on. <laughs> what are you saying, man? And so that's fine. like Microsoft wants to buy Nintendo. And if you did not know, they tried to actually buy them back in 2000, 2001, you know, around that era. And that was when the GameCube was, was coming out. And I'm not sure if you know the story. I've told it multiple times on multiple different YouTube shorts. Um, they had a meeting with with Nintendo. They had Microsoft and Nintendo in the same room, talking, meeting. And there was a guy who attended the meeting, Kevin Backus. And after that meeting, he described it as Nintendo was just laughing their butts off the entire time at Microsoft trying to buy Nintendo. Like, I don't know if they were just that confident. Like, yeah, we are not getting bought by you. Like, no way. <laughs> I don't know. But here's the here's the thing. Going back to that email from Phil Spencer, 
when Microsoft sent that email, when, when Phil Spencer talked about buying Nintendo, he sent that email in August of 2020. When the Switch was going crazy, when, when, when it was the pandemic, people were buying Switches like crazy because they had nothing else to do. When Animal Crossing, that's months after Animal Crossing came out and they were selling that, that game like, like, like hotcakes, they were selling Switches like hotcakes. It was then he talked about buying Nintendo. And then he also says, it's taking a long time for Nintendo to see that their future exists off their own hardware. Are we going to say it's taking a long time to see that their future exists off their own hardware? On the hardware that has sold better than every and any Xbox to ever grace the market. The Switch has sold 129 million units as of the day of recording. What's the best-selling Xbox? Is it the Xbox One or, or the 360? Probably 360, no? Best-selling game consoles of, of, of all time. Uh, Yeah, 360. The Xbox 360 sold 84 million units. Might I remind you, the Wii sold better than that. The Game Boy and Game Boy Color sold better. The Switch sold better, and the DS sold better. So I don't want to hear none about hardware, okay? Because, like, really, Nintendo on top. They're they're on top, okay? I don't want to hear nothing about that. I mean, Microsoft, you're not buying Nintendo. If you could not buy them when they were launching the GameCube, you cannot buy them at the height of the Switch, I don't think that Nintendo is getting bought by anybody. There might be one person, or there might be a few people who can ever buy Nintendo. If Elon Musk... <laughs> that name rings a bell. If Elon Musk wanted to buy Nintendo for... How much did he buy Twitter for? How much did Elon Musk buy Twitter for? 44 billion. If he threw up like 20 billion for for uh, Nintendo, they would have a they would have a, a a discussion. If he could throw up enough money, they they could they could talk. They could talk. Dude, imagine Mario being replaced by Elon Musk. <laughs> could you imagine that? It's like Me Metaverse Mario, dude. Oh my, dude, imagine that's like the launch title for the Switch 2. Metaverse Mario. <laughs> I mean, that's more like Zuckerberg, isn't it? But, dude, come on. If any of those billionaires bought, <laughs> bought Nintendo, <laughs> Metaverse Mario, the new the new Switch 2 launch title. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, Metaverse Mario, bro, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. Dude, like it, it could it could work, man. It could work. Metaverse Mario. Uh, I don't know, but oh my gosh. So, the only people who could probably buy Nintendo are billionaires. Okay, maybe I should become one, guys. Everyone donate ten bucks, and if people donate ten bucks, I can become a billionaire and I can buy Nintendo. Don't give me your money right now. Maybe next stream, but not right now. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to become a billionaire. Probably not. I, I would love it, but probably not. Um, <laughs> but, sorry. Back on track. Back on track. 
Nintendo is not getting bought by anybody. It's not going to happen. Because even, like, if a billionaire had enough money to buy Nintendo, I don't think they want to buy it. Like, who wants to buy Nintendo out of all people? You're, you're, you're going for Twitter, which Elon did. You're going for every other social media platform that, that, you, that you want to conquer. I don't think that Nintendo is on your hit list. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, you, you, can, you can go try to buy Apple. You can't go to try to buy Nintendo. It's not gonna work. So I'll be I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll be real. Nintendo's not getting bought, and I think that Nintendo knows they should not be bought. I think they're gonna be very hesitant and not willing to sell ever at all. Because if they did sell, like. Mario could be gone in an instant, and Mario's probably the biggest face in gaming. I don't think that Nintendo should or would ever sell. Now, I I heard a rumor back in, like, 2015 when the Wii U was out. The rumor was Nintendo was going to get, you know, bought out then in 2015 when the Wii U was out, and that was down, which would make no sense. They've had failures, failures before, and they weren't bought. Um, but... That was a rumor back then. And if they couldn't get bought during the Wii U era, which, once again, would not make much sense. If they were not bought then, you cannot buy them when the Switch is out. They, like, struck gold, you could say, with with the Switch. You cannot buy Nintendo when the Switch is out. Wii U, you had a shot. Not anymore. So, Nintendo's never getting bought would I want Microsoft to buy them? I mean, we'd probably... I'd probably just stop playing, the, like, you know, new Nintendo... Or I, 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 got, I guess Microsoft games. I mean, we'd have less consoles to to buy. Like, people people have an, a, an Xbox and a Switch and a PS4. Oh, sorry, PS5. Uh, we'd have one less console to feel like buying, so... That'd be nice, but, like, I would never want that merge to happen. Never. No. No Mario on Xbox, okay? Nothing like that. But, yeah. That's my thoughts on whether or not Nintendo could be bought. No way. No shot. Especially not now. And their Switch 2, assuming that it does, like, decent, you know, no shot they can get bought. That rhymes. That That's a good closing sentence. Anyways, it's time to get to your favorite segment of the podcast where we answer your questions on answering your questions. Let's skadoodle. All right, guys, we are doing the good old thing where we answer your questions that you have asked me to answer. So if you want to ask a question on the podcast, there are two ways to do it. One, I post a new YouTube community post every single Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, if you go to my YouTube channel, which is mswizzle, E-M-S-W-I-Z-Z-L-E, go there, go to the channel, hit the community tab. It is on your phone. It is on your computer. Community tab. Once again, Wednesday or Thursday, you will see a post from me saying, hey, ask me questions for the new podcast, blah, blah, blah. So you can wait until then. Or if you don't want to wait at all, you can make a Discord account, which is a little social media chat room app, uh, more for like gaming kind of people. Uh, you can join my Discord server, link in the description. You can join that and then navigate yourself to the Ask M Swizzle channel. 
and you can then ask a question right in there and then I will answer it. And so that's if you don't want to wait, like you, you can write that right now if you want, but for the, for the community post, you kind of have to wait a little bit. So either way, if you have written a question and you feel like your question is not getting answered, you know, it's just like you keep on writing it and you just cannot get an answer or you really want to ask a question and get a guaranteed response, feel free to become a channel member, which is it's very similar to, to Patreon. It's ex, it's exactly like Patreon where you pay monthly. You, you can even just pay like like a like a one time thing if you want. You can pay once, pay monthly to get at, at least one guaranteed question on the podcast. So I have three, four, sorry, is it, uh, is it four? Is it three? Uh, three channel members asking a question on the podcast today. And they are getting guaranteed responses because they have paid $1.99 at the lowest. There are many perks to being coming to, sorry, to be to becoming a channel member. Tons of perks, emojis, special podcast episodes, guaranteed responses, all that kind of stuff. So cool. Link down below. Anyways, let's get to the questions. I'm taking like less and less every time because it just like, I go on like long tangents. So let's start. Turdy Stomper channel member asks, do you think the next Nintendo console will have a port of Melee, Smash Bros. Melee? Here's the thing. There, there was talk about this uh, with the Switch. And I think like the big, the, the, the big verdict was like, you can never port Smash Melee. You can never ever port Smash Melee because if you if you don't know Smash Melee, uh, part of it's like essentially unfinished. Uh, there's some mess ups here and there. It's partially unfinished, and you can't port Smash Melee. Here's why: either a you port it and you port an unfinished game, which Nintendo would not like to do. If they had the chance to go and revise and fix Smash Bros. Melee in an HD port, they would. But then you can't port it because the, the, the Smash Melee fans would not want you to touch anything. So it's like, do you put out a, a slightly unfinished game as an HD port or do you fix it but upset some Smash fans? Like, you can't, you can't win if you are a Nintendo. The only way to win i would say is putting it on switch online because at that point you, you you don't have to fix anything it's just one extra game that is you know on the digital service you know at that point that's what you can do put it on switch online but to make like a remake out of it or like a remaster out of it uh and list it for like 40 bucks just like how they're doing metroid prime how, how they're doing paper mario how they're doing pikmin to like put it out there as like a physical game, you can't do that. Because at, at that point, you can put more time into that if, if you're charging that much money for it. So do you fix it? No. Do you keep it the same? No. It's hard. It's a hard little situation. So I say the only way it can, it, it can be ported to the next console is if the Switch Online for the, for, the, for the next console has GameCube. That's the only way. Then Crash Gens asks, "What are the possibilities of Crash Bandicoot coming to the next Smash Bros. game? And is and is there, and who would you replace him with anyone else in the current roster? So possibilities of possibilities of, of Crash Bandicoot coming to the next Smash game, and who would you replace him with? Uh, you can you can get get the get the me gunners out of there. They're kind of annoying. <laughs> get 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 the me gunners out." 
and bring Crash Bandicoot, what are the chances? I mean, if you bring, like, Banjo-Kazooie over, you can bring Crash Bandicoot over. I think the chances of Crash Bandicoot coming over are pretty high if they have a, a new Smash Bros. game and they are, like, introducing new characters. I feel like I could see Crash Bandicoot in there. That would for sure work. I feel like he would be the one of the ones revealed later on in some direct or something. But I say you have, like, a... 85% chance. That's a good chance for Crash to come to Smash. That actually rhymes right there. Perfect. 80% chance. 85. And replace him with the Me Gunner. Or replace the Me Gunner with, with Crash Bandicoot, please. Then Ch Jack or something asks, if you were to bring any dead Nintendo franchise back, what would it be? Mm. That, that's, that's good. I would give you, like, Tomodachi life, but that's not even totally dead like they haven't like you know called it off and the last game was like less than 10 years ago maybe like about 10, 10 years ago dead franchise can i can i do series because franchises and series are, are different for most franchises are still around but like games like warioware oh sorry uh wario world wario world like that's dead um yeah i'm trying to think can I Google Nintendo series? Because there's not, like, I feel like most of them, like, are, are like, revived in some way. Like, you could say F-Zero, but that was somewhat revived in F-Zero 99. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Can I say Mario Baseball? Mario Baseball. That's an obvious answer. But is it dead? Because, like, the, the last game was on the Wii. I mean, I guess it's pretty dead. Yeah, my answer is going to be... Oh, did I say Wario World earlier? I meant Wario Land. I am stupid. Um, But, you know... Wait, is Wario... Hold on. I'm mixing up my Wario games. No. Wario World is a game. Wario World is a game. I meant Wario Land, Wario World, same thing. Um, But sorry, my, my, my answer is going to be Mario Baseball for you. Mario Baseball or Star Fox or something, you know? One of those. And then X Slurp asks, do you think Metroid Prime 4 will ever release? I think so. I think it'll be one of the last games on the Switch, and it'll be also released on the Switch 2. Uh, I think that's what it'll be. I think it'll be like a Breath of the Wild situation. It'll be one of those things where they put it out on Switch, and they also put it out on the next console because, it, you know, it took so long, and it just makes sense. And I do believe it'll be 70 bucks. I fully believe that it'll be $70. Because it just seems... Well, Metro is already a, a, a high-quality game. And also, the weight and the type... Like, Metroid Prime 4 is big. We haven't gotten a, a new Metroid game in a, in a while. So, 70 bucks on that. And I think that it'll release 2020... Early 2025. Early 25, yeah. Then John Brown asks, do you think someone other than Peachette should have gotten a spot on the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Wave 6 Booster Course Pass? Um, yeah, you could have easily given it to like Rob or something. Rob would have been good. Uh, the big bumblebee from Mario Kart 9, 7 would have been good. <laughs> I almost said 9. <laughs> uh, that big bumblebee, uh, the queen bee or whatever from Mario Galaxy. You could have given it to so many people. And Peachette. Has anybody heard of Peachette before Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass? 
I I I might have. Where is Peachette from? I think I think I actually like searched it up last last uh, last episode too. Where is Peachette? Unique form of Toadette. Yeah, I searched it up. I searched this up last podcast. Um, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Like I barely even knew she existed. Peachette. Like what are we doing? So yeah, Peachette's in there. Uh, they should have totally given it to to, to somebody else. Rob would have been great. Rob was in Mario Kart DS. Or even like Swanky Kong, you know, like any of them. Seriously, any of them. And then Ploople asks, and that, that's a fun name. Do you think the Wario Land series will make a comeback, or will we just keep getting WarioWare games? Mm. Like all dead series, I think that they're gonna test their waters. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if Wario Land games returned in the fashion of like a $15 eShop game, kind of like Kirby's Dream Buffet. I feel like they they like to test the waters with a lot of games. They test their success with Kirby's Dream Buffet. $15 digital-only eShop game. They test their waters with F-099. How much hype is there for F-0 itself? They kind of like to test the waters with games like that. Um, I think no, unless they do like a little, either a remake or remaster. Or a little eShop title. Like a little $10, $15 Wario Land minigame. Sort of something like that. I don't see it coming back in its full fashion. But I would love it. It'd be great. And then. Oh my gosh. This name is horrendous. I have no clue how to say it. Giller. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to try. You know who you are. The question is. Do you think we'll get a Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD port this year or before Switch 2 releases? Good one. I think if you don't, you lose money. If Nintendo does not do that, they're losing money. Because both of those games, whether you put it in a pack, whatever, I would say at least one of them, once again, whether it's a pack, whether it's not, those are doing big numbers, obviously. If you, and I've used this analogy before, if you can get 15 million on, or is it 10 million? Maybe 10, 10, 10 million. 10 million on Tears of the Kingdom in three days, you can get four to five million on these games in a year. I've used that exact comparison before. And I really think those games sell around 5 million each, or if it's a double pack, I mean, same thing. You're not really going to buy one and not the other. You're probably going to buy both. And I do see it being in a similar pack as um, as Pikmin 1 plus 2. I think that it honestly would come in a double pack because it'd be weird, like, which one do you, you know, release first or which, you know, whatever. And also, it's kind of a little bit of a tough sell, so you do want to put it in a double pack. It's a tough sell because... Many people, many, at this point, many people have Twilight Princess and, and, and Wind Waker in some way, shape, or form, whether it's GameCube Wind Waker, Wii U Wind Waker, GameCube Twilight Princess, Wii Twilight Princess, Wii U Twilight, like, people have these games. So to sell another one is a tough sell. I think the only way to sell it is to put them both in a double pack. Not, not to mention, you, you, you did it with Pikmin 1 and 2 and it worked great. And also, what was I going to say? It's a, it's also a tough sell for like two 
$40 games or even like 60 at worst rather than just one simple double pack. Way simpler. And you could even do like what Pikmin 1 plus 2 did, like how they have two separate games digitally. You can buy them both or buy just one and, and not the other. But physically have them both in one pack. You can even just do that and that would work great. But yes, sorry to answer your question. If they don't do it, they're dumb. I think they will have those come out late next year. Because you want to have some time between now, when the Zelda game released a few months ago, and when those come out. You you, you want to give it time. Because Tears of the Kingdom is still selling very well right now. Give it time, but yeah, it'll happen. I think so. Then Icy Kirby, is there any short that you made that took particularly long to make? Oh my gosh, that is insane that you ask that. Because I am working on one right now. When you watch it, you're not going to think that it took like long at all. Here's the problem. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you what it, what the short is. Uh, it'll be out this week or so. It's what are your odds at getting the super rare Mario Wonder uh, tin hollow foil, hollow foil Walmart pre-order card? If you don't know. If you pre-order Mario Wonder at Walmart, there's trading card packs that you can receive, and there's only a thousand Mario Elephant cards. I talk about the card and things like that in, in that short. The reason why it's taken so long is because the pictures of the Elephant Mario card were so low quality, I upscaled them to like 8K images. Like, like there's 1080p, 4K. I put it in like 8K just to look as best as possible. My editing software, it can use that image. But I can't even like see it. I can't like see what I'm doing with it on the actual editing software. So I have to like export the video. I have to export it, see what I did, go back in, do more things. I have to like keep on exporting and then changing things and like saving the video and and then changing things. It's taken so long, but I think I actually finished it uh, today. So it'll be it'll be posted either this week. Or if I decide to hold off on it until the game gets closer to launching, then I'll hold off. But if you want a time estimate, I didn't do this all like straight, like not in all one, not in one sitting. But in all, it's probably taken like mm, five hours to make, <laughs> dude. It's so annoying. But yeah, five hours to make that short. Uh, it's 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 coming out soon. Apart from that, my longest short before that was probably like three hours or so. Uh, but yeah, some, some take long, man. Some, some take a while and then random stuff. OOT Ocarina of time. Maybe do you think you will love the next animal crossing game? Whenever it comes out, even more than animal crossing new leaf. Great question. Um, I'm gonna say no. And, and, and here's why I like new leaf for its simplicity. Well, uh, maybe, sorry, maybe yes. No, I'm gonna say no. I like New Leaf for the simplicity of the game. The soundtrack, it's simple. The villager voices, the music, the main street, Tordemar Island, everything. Because Animal Crossing New Horizons has unintentionally warped the entire series into a cozy designing bonanza where you just decorate your entire island, I think this next Animal Crossing game is going to be very different from the traditional Animal Crossing games. I think it's going to be 
different. It's not going to feel like an Animal Crossing game because I feel like there's 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 going to be such a focus on designing now because that's what everyone loved about the uh, last game in New Horizons. Everyone's like, yeah, this this new design build, this new d- uh, design build, it's going to be all designing bonanza, and it's not going to feel like Animal Crossing anymore, uh, which is fine. I mean, if you want to pivot, then pivot, but I don't think that I'll love it more than New Leaf, no. The reason I said maybe and stuttered when I first started answering is because my only thought that could make it better than New Leaf is if the entire game was for the fans. They heard what we wanted with, with New Horizons. They heard we want Brewster in a cafe in his own building. They heard that we want Tortimer Island, which was in New Leaf but not in New Horizons. They heard that we wanted this and that and that and that. If they take the time to add all that, it could be sick. It could be a great Animal Crossing game. If they just go their own route and do what they want to do, it, it could for sure be good. Like, they haven't, you know, Nintendo doesn't disappoint, but it could be up in the air. So, I think if they if they listen to the fans, it could be great. If they don't, up in the air. Coin toss. And then final question, Lil Spamma asks, Hello, M. Swizzle. If you lived in the Tears of the Kingdom, Hyrule, what village slash town would you choose to, to live at? Love your content. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. I appreciate you there. You know, I thought about this. I, when I went to the Zora domain and the Rito, I felt at home. I felt at home. I would probably give... The Rito Village as my answer. It's just so nice there. And yeah, it looks pretty freaking cold. But it's cozy. Got like little fireplaces going on. I like birds rather than like whatever the the, the, the Zora are. I like the birds. And I've always liked... That's been my, my, my highlight in Breath of the Wild and in Tears of the Kingdom. Going to the Rito Village has always been my favorite part of... I wouldn't say the game, but of like the four quests that, you know, you go on to the, uh, what are the freaking, uh, Zora, Rito, Goron, and what's, what's the desert? Oh my gosh. I'm so stupid. Oh, oh my gosh. What is that freaking desert called? Oh my gosh. Hold on. Desert. What's it called? Gerudo. It's freaking Gerudo. Sorry. Oh my gosh. I forgot it. Gerudo. 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 I can't say it. Gerudo Desert. I give you Rito. I give you Rito. I give you Rito Village. Yeah. Rito is my answer. I can't say Gerudo Desert. <laughs> oh man. Anyways. Rito Village is the answer. I would live there. Thank you all so much for watching the podcast today. The podcast episode, the, the the Mario Matter, the Chitter Chatter, the podcast. We'll see you next Saturday for our next episode, episode 57, with all the news, all the discussions, all the topics, everything like that. If you have any suggestions for the show, any, uh, any feedback, anything, we appreciate it all. We appreciate your likes on the YouTube video. Your positive ratings, if you're on Spotify, Apple, wherever you are, positive ratings are very much appreciated. Five stars, nice review. And if you leave five stars in a nice review, you will get your favorite 
Nintendo game franchise, uh, the newest game, very soon. So, don't say that I didn't warn you, you know, try it out. You know, what's worse that that can happen? You you leave a positive review, and you see if your favorite game comes out. You know, we will see. Anyways, that is it. I, lo I love you all so much. I will see you all soon, next Saturday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. You don't have to watch right then, but, you know, that's when it comes out. And then you, you can watch it that morning. I'll see you soon. Adios.